This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Because it's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. It's uh, 11 February, Saturday, 11 February in the year of our Lord, 2023. We're about a year away from the kickoff of the primaries. I keep telling people I don't want to get too caught up in all the presidential campaign, you know, back and forth. Um, Because, yes, that's important. But what's more important, a thousand times more important is you. Your awakening. It is, it is you, you are going to save this country. You know how I know you're going to save this country? Why do you think the New York Times is the most powerful media company in the world? Because it is the, it's the media company. It's the paper of record for the American elite. We're the head of the global elite. Okay? That and Brookings. And Brookings is top drawer. Top drawer for the, on the left. Do you think they go through this big study and this huge analysis and all this to name us the biggest misinformation thing? No, they understand. It's not about us. It's about you. They, they understand that this is your platform to us to uh, present to you the true facts, not, not their myths, not their propaganda reality. And I ask people when I see them all the time, you're, you're American citizens, and we have a huge global audience in the Lao Beijing in, in, uh, in mainland China. You can weigh and measure. You have discernment. And, and this is what's important. It's your decision. This is a fourth turning, right? At the, in the fourth turnings, it is the American people that always come to the conclusion about what our course of action is going to be. And that's what's led us to be the greatest nation in the history of the earth. The one that's provided you know, more freedom, uh, more wealth, more security for common people than any people, any nation in mankind's history, this planet's history. That's your responsibility. That's your duty. That's what's been bequeathed to you. And you have a duty and an obligation to pass it on. That's why this show is not entertainment. This show's work. Understand that we ask a lot of you too because we have to. Because you are truly the last best hope of mankind. Not the happy talk, but paint and bowl. Because no, you. You. To grind it out. And we have two huge things. Don't get me wrong. The woke stuff and all this is, 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 is so important. It's very important. But they're, they're all um, manifestations of deeper problem. This is about money and power. We have to get and we have to take a stand, a hard stand. On obviously the debt ceiling and the money because we got to break the administrative state from the ability to fund it, to fund themselves because that then manifests through the woke and weaponized, as as uh, Russ Vogt says, the woke and weaponized federal budget, right? That's how they pay for this and they pay the NGOs. This is how the whole system is financed. That at the same time 
to break this cycle of endless wars, particularly when we have an existential threat in Beijing that is essentially running the tables on us right now, geopolitically, and getting very close to a kinetic war in a place that we have to defend because of the way our economy is structured. Let's leave aside the moral uh, obligations we have. That's the Silicon Valley West in Taiwan, the South China Sea in the, in the Taiwan Straits, in which we don't – remember, we don't have to fight a kinetic war. We should never fight a kinetic war. If we do that, we're fools because we can win with unrestricted warfare. You cut them off from capital. You cut them off from de- technology. You decouple and Lao Beijing, the Chinese people, overthrow them, and they know this. They understand they have a very tenuous grasp on things. As much as they've done, as much as they've done to lock down the Chinese people and to enslave the Chinese people and to get a complete totalitarian surveillance state. That's where we are in 2023. And that's why places like Iowa and New Hampshire are important because we have a discussion, a true discussion. And that's why also, as much as some people out there don't like him, he's not their cup of tea, he, they don't like the cut of his jib, he irks them, he don't, they don't like the tweets, they don't like the videos, they don't like any of it. Hey, okay, I got that. I, I can understand that. I don't agree with it, but I can understand that. I can see that. He does. He rubs some people the wrong way. That's just no doubt about it. He, but he triggers the enemies of this nation, and he has a very fundamental grasp of how this country should comport itself or what it should do. Think about it. Do you think Putin would do this if Donald J. Trump was president? Do you think she would do this? You've got to remember, that's why the balloon's so important. She knew that Biden knew that it was over American space. The, the Obama's uh, uh, ambassador at the beginning of the show in the cold open from MSNBC said it. It was in your face because MSNBC can say that Blinken shouldn't have, shouldn't have canceled. He should have still gone because we've got to have mutual relations with the country. We're so inextricably linked. And he says, oh, no, no, no. And this guy's the quasi pacifist. Oh, no, no. That was so in your face. <laughs> but remember – the only reason it's in your face is because the photographer or the writer for the Billings uh, uh, Montana Gazette took the photo. They were fully prepared. In fact, they were working, as Tom Cotton said, to make sure that he got on the plane. Do you remember the Financial Times? They, they briefed the Financial Times on Thursday afternoon for Friday's edition. And there they said, this meeting's so important. And that's why... The New York Times and the left and uh, and uh, and Brookings, they're trying to deplatform. They can't deplatform us. They took us off of everything going, and we're bigger than ever, more powerful than ever. And we grow every day. And you know why? People want to understand how the world works. They're tired of being misled. They're trying to be, you know, they're tired of being treated like morons, right? You're not morons, trust me. Far from it. You're actually the decision maker. And it's time you awakened to the fact that what you think is more important than what they think. Ben Harnwell, your thoughts, observations. Yes, Steve. Well, I, I wanted to um, to come back to this statement here from from President Vucic, um, who said, due to the elections in 2024 in Europe and America, the West cannot afford to lose and will try to win in the conflict in Ukraine one way or another. Now, so it's basically him, and this guy isn't a Russian stooge, 
Um, but as you were saying before the break, um, he was uh, Minister of Information under Milosevic um, 25 years ago. He will have but, but, views. But hang on, but hold, but hold, but hold, but hang on, hang on. But let's make sure because I don't want the New York Times these guys. Serbia has always been part of the the you know I'm not saying Greater Russia, but it's in the Russian sphere of influence. This is one of the reasons that in the 90s they were getting bombed. Right by the Amer- we bombed Belgrade. Okay, we bombed a capital of a Christian nation. Right in in the nineties under Clinton. Okay, we bombed it, um, and it's always been part of. And they're they're close to the Russians, so let's not. It was, it's just like the government they overthrew sure. in fourteen. That was a Russian bank. That was a Russian uh, leaning government. There's no doubt about it. Democratically elected. Now they said the thing was rigged, and they overthrew it. But th- these guys. One thing I would tell people because people send me stuff all the time. You have to assume everything coming out of there is is some propaganda, either from the NATO forces or from the or from the, the Russian KGB, right? The, the disinformation. What they're trying to say, they're always trying to pitch their part of the story, and you can see the way the Western media just read the stories. It's all horribly slanted to to one element. But continue on, Ben. No, no, it's true. My my only point is that having uh, been Minister for Information during the, the Kosovo War, he won't be idealistic um, in his understanding of NATO and its interests and how it operates. That was my only point here. Um, so he's not a totally neutral actor. But the interesting thing here about that de- declaration here is that you said repeatedly um, Professor uh, Mearsheimer's line about Ukraine being a, a charnel house. Well, um, it's no longer even about the Ukrainians at this point. It's not about NATO. It's not about Putin, right? It's it's now it's now about the the U.S. presidential elections and the the European uh, parliamentary elections in um, in 2024. That is what's going to be driving the inevitable massacre um, that that awaits Ukraine as Putin builds up his forces on the other side of the border. That I think is. Vucic's uh, point here. It's not, it's not about Ukraine, not even about helping Zelensky anymore. It's about the political interests of the, um, of the elections um, next year. And I thought that was an interesting point because um, if we had made that, we would obviously be uh, criticised by the mainstream media pumping I out yeah. mi- I, misinformation. I, I want to make... My, I, but the election is important. I want to make sure that this is why I tie it back to 1940. You have to understand the history of this. Remember, of, of, that, of that time from 1914 to the fall of the Berlin Wall, 1989, that, those years, that, which will all be looked at as one kind of war 100 years from now. They were both started, Serbia, the, 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 the match got lit. It's, they both started in this part of the world, Serbia and World War I. And then Poland, look, I argue it's Manchuria and those things, but the, the official date for the for the British, as you know, Ben, or what we d- look in the West, is September 1st of 1939. And Poland, both in the bloodlands. Both in the bloodlands. Are bloodlands adjacent? The First World War and Second World War both started there. Both started there. And the Third World War is, is starting there. It's starting there. And it's happening. And the forces that want this to happen are quite powerful. That's why you have to stand up. Because at the end of the day, it's your sons and daughters that are going to be thrown into the charnel house. Answer the question. How many billionaires, how many wealthy donors to the Republican Party, how many people on the, on the receiving end of Biden's billionaire's tax? Okay? 
How many of their sons and daughters right now are in that unit, the 101st Airborne, on the border of Romania that's all set to go in to Ukraine? How many? Answer, zero. Okay? I can, I'll can. tell you, zero. Misinformation that, New York Times. How many sons and daughters of the New York Times? By the way, of the Brookings Institute leadership, how many of your sons and daughters are there? Of the Atlantic Council, how many of your sons and daughters are there? Of the New York Times, how many of your sons and daughters are there? Let's go back to Iraq and Afghanistan. What is it, eight, I don't know, eight, seven, eight thousand in uniform? You count the contractors. Remember, you got to count the contractors because they're just Navy SEALs and Special Forces and other folks that, you know, got off the payroll, didn't want to give the benefits, still paid them another 15,000 in Afghanistan alone. I don't know. 30, 40,000 dead Americans in those two wars? How many sons and daughters of the wealthy? How many? Some. But a small amount. They want the benefits of it. They want to talk all the talk. But they will never walk the walk. They want you to walk the walk. So now you pay for it. It's your taxes, it's your pension funds that are paying for this. You're paying for it. You. You're the full faith and credit of the United States. You're paying for it. It's your treasure. And it's also your blood. So don't you get a say so in this, or we're just gonna just we're just gonna glide into this. Remember, FDR looked the nation in the eye in nineteen forty against Wendell Wilkie. And he swore, swore that American boys and girls would not go and fight another war in Europe. Another war in Europe because the bitter aftertaste of World War I. And remember, it was you. American Lao Beijing are what told Wilson and these globalists, hey, we don't want any part of any League of Nations. We don't want it. That's their deal. We left there to come to this primordial wilderness and to build, start to build the greatest nation on earth. We're, we're fully occupied. We got a gig. We got a job. We've been kicked out of every quote-unquote decent nation in Europe and other places. And we're going to build it here. Okay? Leave us alone. And I'm not an isolationist. But I'm also not a freaking idealist. And this is leading, this is the road to perdition. Your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, welcome back. Um, what we've, you know, what we've talked about the last couple of years is the managed decline of our nation. This, if we don't get the arms around this, uh, this debt and deficit and the paying of the Federal Reserve paying for it and this war, it's not going to be a managed decline. The bottom is going to fall out. And you're going to have a free fall. That's why you're in the breach right now. This audience standing in the breach. This is all that separates us from total chaos, right? And, and rapid decline. And turning this thing around to get us back on track of the nation that's been bequeathed to us from, what, 13 or 14 generations? You. This audience. 
not Donald Trump, not Carrie Lake, not Mike Lindell, not Tucker Carlson, not Steve Bannon, not the late Rush Limbaugh, none of it. You, you, you. And because you begin to understand, you now have a duty. It's not an option. It's a duty. It's an obligation. And you are going to be weighed and measured. You are going to be weighed and measured. This generation is going to be weighed and measured. And remember, in history, has either stood up and did its duty or did not. This is one of the things we want to go over at CPAC, and I hope all of you in the area can join us because we're going to have group get-togethers and talks and all this. CPAC.org dash war room. Really want to see everybody. The, the, the Phoenix with Turning Point and the CPAC Dallas gave us a whole new view of how we do the show, particularly these live shows. They're fantastic, and the energy is great, and you guys are great. Why is it great? Because of you. It's the same show, same group of clowns, Bannon and his contributors, right? But it's you. It's you make the difference. Mike Lindell, you're going to be at CPAC, correct? That's right, and uh, I'll be speaking. Uh, they're giving me a spot to speak. We just got our booth uh, um, yesterday, committed to our booth, and uh, uh, we had uh, a lot of scheduling and stuff I was doing, but I wouldn't miss it for the world. It's so important to what to get the message out for our country right now. You said it best, Dave. We've got to keep spreading the word, and the words of hope, where the hope is, and then also what we can do as all of us can do together and uh, get our country back. Give us the hope because sometimes Bannon goes a little more on the, you know, you feel like, Hey, I can't <laughs> well, even get out of bed. Tomorrow. I can't even get out of bed tomorrow. I can't, if I do more war room, I'm going to, you know, not going to be able to get, I mean, right. it's already ruined my weekend. Right. So right. give me the hope. Well, I'll, give us I'll, some, I'll give us you, some upside here. Yeah. I'll give you the hope everybody. And we're going to have a huge announcement a week from Monday, but for now, I just want to, you know, there's great things going on all over our country and to fix the election platforms. Everybody knows that's the that's the top, that's the apex right there. Everything, all this stuff stems from stolen elections and and uh, machines and, and uh, early voting and voter rolls being dirty. But we've got great things going on. We have over 60 lawsuits going on across the country by patriots, people, everyday people. And we won a lot of them. A lot of them we've already won. Uh, you just had a great ruling in uh, Alabama to get rid of Eric, the dirty voter roll system. You have Arkansas over there with Cleborne County going to paper ballots, and they're working on many other counties in Arkansas. Missouri, you had California. One county got rid of Dominion, uh, Sher Sher Sherburne County. Or, um, and so there's great things going on. We have the Cary Lake Appeal going on down in Arizona. That's going great. There's going to be big news this week coming out of Arizona. And so there's victories in every state. Look at Georgia, everybody. This was one of the biggest victories that gets ignored. All of our lawsuits and stuff across the country, judges weren't being courageous. They were kicking the can on standing and not looking at the merits of the case. Well, they, they uh, in Georgia, about a month ago, the Supreme Court of Georgia, which was both Democrats and Republicans combined, ruled unanimously that we the people do have standing in elections. What a concept. Can you believe that, Steve? It's amazing. But uh, there's great things going on, everybody. And you just got to, you got to just uh, uh, keep the faith. Everything, I believe, are the two years of hard work by everybody. This year will be the manifestation of all that hard work. And you're going to see, but when you hear about it, 
You have to keep spreading the word. Don't just stick to one news platform or one social media platform. Spread it out all over all the platforms so that can manifest. Back in the day, there was a commercial that said, and they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and so on. We have these social media platforms, the new platforms, your your truth, your getters, your frank speech, your, your um, gabs, all these social media platforms, even the new Twitter now, even old Suckabucks Facebook. But spread that good news. Spread the hope. When you hear something good that's going on, you got to spread it so other people that get stuck just watching Fox News where they don't find anything out, they don't find out the hope. We've got to get we've got to get the word to them too. How do they go to uh where do they go to with you and get all this cuz this is fantastic. What 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 where do they go to actually the, see the, all this? To, I they get I'm, I'm, once they get I'm it, all but, over Truth Social, but, I'm all over Getter and uh and uh and and Twitter and then also Frank Speech everybody. I have my shows every Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. We have 24/7. It's like a one-stop shop. We even have a we even have our shopping channel there for the entrepreneurs, the mystore.com. We have mypillow.com with our new product we're launching this week for I'm all my employees are looking for. They've been they've been getting ready for our big commercial launch. By the way, you can get them here yourself and on War Room. You guys were the first ones to hear about it. It's right here, the MyPillow 2.0. This is this adds temperature regulating thread, a fabric we had developed over the last year. The best pillow in history just got even better. And we're doing a special for for all of you out there, the buy one, get one free, using that promo code War Room. You should hear the feedback we're getting. It, it's amazing. I've slept on it now for two months. I didn't think I could feel any better with uh, with my sleep, but here I am. And uh, it's an extra I know this thing is big, and I'm going to tell you why. The production staff of the War Room are let's say on the younger side of things and they boom every night so they get very little few hours of sleep but they right. are devotees of my pillow 2.0 they go man that thing is a game changer <laughs> so whatever you did whatever you did mike whatever you did uh the the team of the war room production house is are, are huge fans whatever you did well, and you know, and here's the biggest thing: when we when we uh, when we work jobs where you only get so many hours sleep, they need to be quality without sleep interruptions. Two things that interrupt your sleep: your neck being bent. We've all used that using our arm, folding our pillow. Well, you have my pillow put two patented fill to adjust to your own height, and then you have temperature. We've all flipped it to the cool side of a pillow, and and it, and it gets hot, and then you you get a sleep interruption. This nuke temperature regulating fabric it's it's uh you're not going to be flipping that pillow and you're not going to get these sleep interruptions so the um i i can't say enough about it it's the best pillow in history to give you the best sleep ever mike one more time how do people get to lindell tv and all the content you're putting out on yeah uh, frank, you guys crimes? go get the app frank speech get the app frank speech it's at the app store we're on roku we're on you know um, we, we stream on Getter every every day from Frank Speech. So get the app. It's a one-stop shop of information. You can get your My Pillow. It's up there. Use promo code WARROOM. Your My Store stuff. We have a 24-7 shopping channel there. But we have, but more important than that, we have all the info. If you want to hear what you can do in your state for paper ballots, hand counting, 
go to Cause of America, Missouri, on Frank's speech, and it's all laid out, the best system in history for hand counting. If you've got a clerk that says, oh, it's going to take too long to count them, check this out at Frank's speech, and you'll be, you'll be able to show them, ah, no, it won't. Here it is. Greatest system ever. Mike Lindell, thank you very much for taking time away Saturday to join us. Appreciate it. Yep, thanks a lot. God bless you. See ya. Mike, Lind Mike Lindell, the fighter. Let's go and play the cold open. We'll be a little tight at the end. Let's go and play it. Uh, my artificial brain lab and similar labs, in a sense, we are the problem. Because what are we doing? We're, we're creating artificial brains that will get smarter and smarter every year. And so they'll, they'll see for themselves, you know, millions if not billions of people, that the human intelligence level and their home robot you know, machine intelligence level, that difference over the years is getting smaller and smaller. And as, as that gap closes, millions of people will be asking questions like, well, you know, are we going to let our machines become smarter than we are? The stake this time, it's not the survival of a country. This time, it's the survival of us as a species. So, so I see humanity splitting into two major philosophical groups, ideological groups. One group I call uh, cosmists. That's based on the word cosmos, because that's their, their picture. And by definition, cosmos are the people who want to build these godlike, massively intelligent machines. And for them, it'd be almost like a religion. Uh, this this Artelec war is not between the machines and humans. It's between humans and humans. Anticipating that if they don't do anything, then it really would be between machines and humans. Um, it's, it sounds like science fiction today. But uh, at least amongst the techies, the guys who think about this, it's, it's getting taken more and more seriously because we're getting closer and closer to it. I mean, we'll have intelligent home robots in our homes in, in a decade, pretty much. It's close. So if, if there's a major war, the most passionate war we've ever known, with late 21st century weaponry, then we're not talking millions getting killed. Like like last century, 20th century, it, it, it'll be in the billions killed. You, you, you can draw a graph, but that's a sizable fraction of the population of the Earth. So it's incredibly depressing. There, there are times when I feel I'm glad I'm alive now. I'll probably die peacefully in my bed. But I calculate my grandkids will be caught up in this, and I won't. And I say, thank God, I won't see it. Each person is going to have to choose. But because it's, you know, it's a binary decision, it's, it's not fuzzy. You build them or you don't build them, right? It's black and white. So, so everyone has to choose. So, so I just chose Cosmist. Fully conscious that maybe, you know, can't be certain, maybe the price of that choice is ultimately maybe humanity gets wiped out. Because if we go ahead and actually build these, these godlike creatures, these, these artilets, then they, they become the dominant species. And so the human beings remaining, their fate depends not on the humans, but on the artilets, because the artilets will be hugely more intelligent than them. I mean, if you're a cow, for example, and you have a very nice life, and you eat all this grass every day, and you get nice and fat and happy, but ultimately, your 
all being <laughs> fed for a reason, right? So these superior creatures at the end of the day take take you to a special little box. And Okay, Joe Allen, uh, give me a couple minutes here, and then we're bringing Carrie and come back to you. But what did we just see, sir? Steve, that was the mad prophet of Gigadeth, Hugo de Garris. Uh, he's among the most gruesome and honest of the transhumanist thinkers. Uh, most transhumanists detest him, and he detests them. He's that crazy. But his idea of the Artelect War, I think, puts a lot of things in perspective. I've got a new piece up, Countdown to Giga Death, from AI arms races to the Artelect War. And anyone who wants to read it can find it at jobot.xyz or at warroom.org under the Transhumanism tab. If you're interested in what Giga Death would look like in his eyes, you'll find it there. No, this ties back to this why we started the show on the on the Ukraine war and then Iowa, why Iowa is so important because of the discernment of the good folks in Iowa to kind of weed through all the issues in the, in the candidates. Also today, there's a big story out about how China thinks they're in an arms race now commercially because they think of, uh, of uh, chat GPT. Uh, Joe, just hang on for a second because I'm going to tie this back after Carrie. Carrie Lake joins us, so just hang on for a second, Joe. Carrie, uh, you're in uh, you're in Iowa. The crowd yesterday was amazing. The importance of Iowa. You come from Iowa. You're an Iowa native. Why is Iowa so important to start the presidential process with these uh, with the caucuses where where candidates actually get to weigh and measure uh, where, well, where the I, folks get to weigh and measure these candidates? As you know, this is where it all gets started. This is the first in the nation for the Republicans. I think the Democrats have changed that up. But the people of Iowa are thoughtful. They're smart. They take their time. They can read people pretty well. And I gave them uh, what I think is should be a top goal, it, which is to really assess these people coming through. Because people come through, they'll tell them anything. They'll say anything in order to get elected. And we already know with President Trump that we get results. We know that there's one man who can turn this nightmare that Joe Biden and the Uniparty created around. And so I challenge them to make sure that they're asking the important questions. And one of the things that we can't talk about right now, it's taboo, just like it used to be taboo to talk about the origins of COVID and the vaccine and Ukraine. We couldn't talk about any of that. They don't want us talking about our rigged elections in some of these states. And so I really challenge them to to ask these candidates as they come through where they stand on that, because Iowa might do things right. But if you've got a state like Arizona running elections like a banana republic and these candidates want to ignore that and act like it didn't happen and not talk about it, then I think that's a red flag. And I know one candidate will talk about it, and that's Donald Trump, because he's been the victim of election crime. We can't get the results we need. We can't get uh, our country saved if we have elections that are run like they run in, in third world countries. So it was great to be here, Steve. I, could, I, I was blown away at that crowd. My team said if we get 50 people, that will be considered a big success. And so we had 650. And our team, in the last moments, as people were just pouring in, were trying to move tables out, rearrange chairs. And, and we had to seat people behind the media riser. That's how packed it was in there. But it was so, it was so wonderful to be back. You know, um, 
This Nikki Haley ad, I saw the other day, just dismissed it because it's what's bad about politics. It's just pure happy talk, right? And right now, the crises we're in, we don't need happy talk. I mean, we're fighting for our country. What's your assessment of that, particularly, not maybe to single out any any candidate, but are the people in Iowa just tired of it? They're tired of the same bromides. They're tired of the same happy talk. They've worked for Republicans for decades, and until Trump came along, We've essentially lost the country. Are the people in Iowa, your sense, just tired of the happy talk and want to, want to be treated like adults? I think so. I mean, they have they've got, as I say, good BS detectors, and <laughs> they know they know when they're um, being led a line of of BS. And uh, we're we're beyond happy talk right now. We're in real serious uh, where the rubber meets the road moment because right now. We're at a place, and I don't think this is uh, hyperbole, and I don't think anybody would be shocked, where we're on the verge of losing our country. I pray we can make it to 24. I pray we can make it to 24. And I think the people of Iowa understand history, understand where we've come from, what this country was built on, hardworking men and women, and they are being done wrong. When we're sitting here working our butts off, watching our government turn their back on us and actually persecute some people, our own government going after people because of their political beliefs. They're watching a man like President Trump be raided, have his home be raided, while these other guys who have done the same thing are gently, you know, asked if we can come in and, and check things out by the FBI. They're sick of seeing the double standards, and I think that they're, they're people who are willing to put the time and energy into really vetting these candidates. And I, I always say, look, I know that President Trump can fix the problems we're in. I know that on a world stage, he can intimidate the right people, and, he, and he's a strong man, and he can get us set back on the setting that we need to be on so we're not racing into World War III. And I don't think there's any other candidate out there. Nikki Haley, and I, God bless her, she spent some time at the U.N., she does not have the standing that President Trump does on a world stage. And we're in a world of hurt right now if we don't get somebody out there who knows what they're doing on the world stage. Carrie, tell us about this afternoon. Real America's Voice is going to cover it live starting at 530. The War Room is going to pick up that feed and do our own uh, live stream of this so all the War Room posse gets a chance to participate in chat uh, in the live chat. Tell us what happens today. Oh, well, now I'm stressed out. Thanks, Steve. (laughs) I thought it was just me and some of my friends here in Iowa. Um, no, it's going to be great. I think 4.15 is when the doors open. It's in Ankeny. If you want more information on it, it's com slash events. And we're looking forward to a good crowd. I mean, I, I was here in Scott County. We're just about to leave Scott County. And this is the county where I grew up, right along the, the banks of the Mississippi River. And so this is about three hours to the west near Des Moines. And I'm looking forward to a great... I can't imagine it being a bigger crowd because this was just really massive, and I think being that it was my hometown, it probably helped a little bit as well. But we're going to um, really look forward to seeing the people in Ankeny and, and talking to them about just the amazing responsibility that Iowans have and that they cherish. They don't look at it as a burden. They cherish that responsibility to start the nation off and help choose who runs for president in this country. And they have the the, the uh, smarts, they've got the common sense, they've got the wherewithal, and they're willing to take the time and vet these people. And so I'm looking forward to talking to them about that amazing responsibility and how honored we are that Iowa kind of sets things going. We need more Iowa common sense in this country and, frankly, in this world right now. 
Uh, Carrie, how do people go uh, to find out more about uh, the situation in, in Arizona and your case and all the details of that? Oh, thank you for asking. We're still in the appeals court. We're waiting for that uh, panel of judges to make their ruling, and, and as soon as we have it, we're going to let you know about it and let everybody know. But they can go to my Getter page. They can go to Truth Social. They can find me on Twitter. They can find me on Facebook, and they can find me at CarrieLake.com. And we'll, we'll be getting the information out as soon as it comes in, and we're praying that we get a great ruling. But as you know, whatever the ruling is, it will be going to the Arizona Supreme Court. Carrie Lake, honored uh, to have you on today. Uh, good luck. We'll be uh, covering it wall to wall. Thank you very much, ma'am. All right. Thank you, Steve. Bye bye. The great folks out in Iowa today. Let's have a big turnout there for Carrie Lake. Is Ben is Ben Harnwell still with me? Uh, ben, uh, tell me about tell me about why Iowa and the common sense in Iowa and New Hampshire are so important now that you're the president of Serbia. What's happening in the Eurasian landmass? Why is this more than ever the common sense? And decency of the American people uh, got to step up here? Uh, well, I think it would go back to what I was saying the other day on this show, Steve, that, um, that, that military reality follows behind political reality. Political reality follows uh, where the people are, and the people are moving. They're moving. Uh, we've, we've seen the movement here in Italy already, even if the government hasn't yet caught up with, with, with the popular uh, uh, insistence. Um, to take a step back from the support of um, uh, Vladimir Zelensky in Ukraine. You can see this movement moving around, and I think we're going to see it now as as we move forward uh, in the United States to the selections ahead of um, 2024. Um, It's the only way people are going to be able to manifest their will, that they want government to return to promoting their interests, defending their, uh, their future and that of their children and their grandchildren, and not um, embarking in further forever wars. Because what else can the people do? That, that, you know, we've, we've been as a movement, not just simply um, as an American movement, as a worldwide movement based around um, economic nationalism. We have been disappointed. We've had great successes, but we've also been disappointed. So I think people's sense of discernment, as Carrie Lake will say just a moment or so ago, is now really at, at a sharpened level that it hasn't been um, no, I don't think ever, I don't think ever people have been this alive and this alert to the importance of uh, selecting candidates that don't have the, the BS factor. Uh, ben, how do people get to you for War Room Rome and everything you're putting out as our internet, international editor? Thanks, Steve. It's um, simply my surname, at Harnwell, uh, and I'm on Getter, that's, that's the platform that i stick most of my stuff out on um uh, as i was saying the other day you don't need to have a smartphone you don't need to have an app or know anything like those you can just go to your ordinary internet browser getter.com um and you can see find jail and there you can find steve bannon there war room there and even harnwell there we're all there and carry lake ben harnwell thank you very much thank you for hanging out with us today and all the Thanks, great Steve. God bless. let me go back to joe um about war and about now all you know people are they're asking questions of chat uh, gpt but artificial intelligence talk to us about that we got a minute or so i'm gonna bring you back after the break the dangerous territory we're 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 going into with the convergence of these technologies and human nature being where it still is sir 
Well, Steve, in the article, I begin just talking about the actuality of artificial intelligence in a military context. Uh, it hasn't really been that important until the last few years. And so I'm looking at various uh, things. You, you talk about, I talk about a Palantir and their role in Ukraine. They provided their uh, military AI to Ukrainian army. And depending on who you ask, many think that is one of the reasons such a small country is able to fend off Russia because the battlefield surveillance capabilities and the target acquisition capabilities, among other capabilities, given by AI, uh, it allows so much more efficient combat strategy. Now, I'm not going to oversell it, but I go into all of the different programs in China, uh, in UK, in uh, America, looking at the, the practical consequences of AI and war leading up to this more kind of fantastic vision that Hugo de Garris puts forward, uh, trying to, to, to knit together the real dangers of these technologies. Hang on for one second. We'll take a short commercial break. We got uh, our own Joe Allen will be with us on the other side. social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, we're going to be up at uh, 5.30. We'll be picking up Ben Burkwam. Real America's voice is going to be there live. Amanda Head, Ben Burkwam in Iowa for Kerry Lake. We're going to pick it up. Also, some other speeches going on today. I think President Trump may give one. Uh, not has not been totally announced. We're going to try to pick that up if it's broadcast. So make sure you go to Getter. We're up there all day long. Grace Chung, Captain Ben, and Jane Zirkel, and the entire crew. I dip in and out to give you my two cents, but make sure you go check it out today. Uh, Joe, how do people, I want to make sure over the weekend people get a chance to read this and what are the other two or three things they should read? Cause I think we're going to have a quiz on Monday. This, um, transhumanism is now front and center since Davos's, since the release of Davos of, uh, of chat GPT and folks, you got to understand that is like class D ball. Okay. What's going on in these weapons labs, what's going on in these university research centers, these companies. And that's just here in the United States. Doesn't even talk about what's going on in China, Eastern Europe, Russia, South Korea, North Korea, all of it. So you got to be up to speed on this. This is now a thing. Joe Allen. Well, Steve, the title of the article is Countdown to Gigadeth from AI Arms Race to Artelect War. You can find it at my site, jobot.xyz, warroom.org. Uh, it's a pretty in-depth piece. Uh, you find links all through it to primary documents talking about the acceleration of AI and warfare being driven by DARPA, being driven by the UK military, uh, being driven by China. Uh, and so I, I think that that's really the best place to start. There should be plenty to chew on. Although if you want to take it down to a much more day-to-day -day level, uh, I've got pieces up about chat GPT and large language models in general. Uh, best one to check out, an unholy invasion Chatbots are colonizing our minds. 
that looks at chat GPT and the implications of what it means for people to come to rely on artificial intelligence instead of their own thinking. The reason we do the cold opens, as you know, we do MSNBC and CNN, so you know how the opposition thinks and how they drive narrative. We always start or try to start Joe Allen's with cold opens because this is not science fiction. Right. This, this, this is what's happening at these conferences. You're hearing from the voice of the leaders of this transhumanist movement. And that's what we want you to make sure you understand that this is not something that we're, that's coming out of some, uh, some, uh, movie of George Lucas or something. This is, this is science fact, technological fact, not fiction. Joe Allen, thank you. And thank you for all the work you've been doing here, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Steve. Um, We've got, by the way, in the Veritas situation, a, a, a brutal letter from donors. Donors, I think, had a belly full of these games have been played over the last couple of days. Sent a letter that fully froze everything in place and, quite frankly, said what the donors are saying, what we've been saying, James O'Keefe is Veritas, right? O'Keefe's not perfect. I'm not perfect. Trump's not perfect. Uh, people are not perfect. But James O'Keefe is Veritas. And what that guy has done to build that organization from the 12 or 13, 14 years I've known him, uh, is just absolutely incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. And uh, right in the middle of this Pfizer, just when they got this amazing breaking stuff on Pfizer that dovetails with what Naomi Wolf and the War Room team have been doing over there, it couldn't, the timing could not be worse. We don't have time for games. We don't have time for ego plays. We don't have time for games. We don't have time for power struggles. We don't. The hour is late. Okay, we got to be up and aligned and on focus and on point here. And that's why it's so outrageous what's happening over there. And I'm really glad that the uh, that James got some lawyers that dropped the hammer and glad that the donors finally stood up and said, hey, this is ridiculous, right? We gave this money because O'Keefe's there, and um, he's got to stay there. So hopefully that thing gets sorted out in the next couple of days. We need Veritas on point with the great work they're doing on Pfizer. This whole situation with CDC now putting the, uh, the, the vax for the kids on, on the approved list. We're going to get into that Monday. MTG's got something up about it right now. Naomi Wolf's all over it. We're going to get, we're, we're, we haven't forgotten about that. We got a lot of vax stuff to Newton next week. We've just been so jammed in curating, uh, these, uh, stories. Want to bring in Car- Carmichael. And the reason I'm getting such incredible feedback, uh, from people, uh, about this, about Salty. Akram, give us an overview quickly and then tell, most importantly, how can people get to the special offer and order this, sir? Yeah, Steve, thanks so much for having me again. Um, you do uh, fabulous, fabulous work. Um, I, I, just kind of as an aside, but it's, but it's to the point that, I, that I've been trying to make about, the, about heart disease being the number one killer. I'm reading Brett Baird's book right now, Three Days uh, at the Brink. And um, and in the book, what I've learned is is that uh, Franklin Roosevelt's father, James Roosevelt, died of a heart attack, and James Roosevelt's first wife, Rebecca, also died of a heart attack at age forty five while sailing on a yacht. She just dropped dead. And um, and I say this because heart disease is the number one killer, has been for years. And taking care of your heart, I don't care how famous you are, how wealthy you are, if you don't take care of your heart, then a heart disease is a real possibility. And a heart, and a heart attack is something that, that leads to the death of, of hundreds of thousands of Americans a year. And so Soul Tea is a product that has a, has a particular molecule in fresh green tea called theoflavin. We increase that concentration in a proprietary 
extraction process from 1% to 22%. And so that one molecule is, is the active ingredient in soul tea. We have science behind it. Uh, when you go to warroomhealth.com, that's warroomhealth.com, it'll take you to the Soul Tea website. And if you want to know more about our science, you can click on the Our Science tab and you can read an entire report that was uh, published in the Archives of Internal Medicine. But when you go to warroomhealth.com and use the code WARROOM at checkout, you'll get $29.95 off your first order, which is a 50% discount for an order of one. And then after that, the subscription is you always get three bottles for the price of two, and we always pay the freight. So it's a, it's a wonderful deal. It's an all-natural product with a very, very powerful uh, active ingredient, uh, 22% theoflavin. And I strongly encourage you, by the way, your audience has been uh, very responsive. We have over 20,000 new customers just from the war room itself. Wow. And I, I appreciate your, your continuing Thanks. support. Nope. Folks love it and folks need it. Crom, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. War Room, we're on watch. Be on our Getter account. You'll check it out. See you back here at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday morning, live in the War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.